end of the line, episode 18, Lena. Hello? Mama? Can you hear me? <laughs> Listen to me calling you Mama. Oh, I've been here too long. Oh, this damn line. Hello? Are you... You know what? I'm just going to talk anyway. So let me see. Well, just about everyone says hello. I would name them, but some of them I don't know. I'm not sure who I'm related to and who you went to school with. Half of Nablus, judging by the amount of people who know you. The screening went so well. They loved my film. I wish you could have been here to see it. Not the film. I've bored you enough with that already. No, I mean the reception. Everyone was so kind. They said the story was important. They said I'd fulfilled my duty by making it. That meant everything. I'm so glad I came. You, you spend ages on something and yet nothing prepares you for seeing other people watch your work. To be honest, nothing prepares you for the feast we had after the screening. <laughs> I've heard of a food and wine pairing, but never a food and film pairing. They had these amazing cauliflower fritters that I know you would love. And they had taboon bread with lubna and poached eggs on top that I could eat forever. The screening was at a gallery behind the market. I'd forgotten how incredible the market is. Fruit and veg piled high. Dates, spices, mountains of sumac. The deepest, darkest red sumac you've ever seen. The colours are amazing. There's a vendor who serves goat meat that is kept warm on hot stones from the bakery oven. The smells are out of this world. The gallery owner only serves food from the market and she changes the menu depending on what art she's displaying. For my film, she said she wanted happy food for a celebration. <laughs> it was certainly a celebration. Something feels different this time, though. I can't explain it. Maybe it's because I haven't been here in a few years, but it feels different. Something isn't right. They seem, I don't know, distant? Is that a thing? Auntie Fatima is the same. Mm, apart from the fact she still thinks I'm 12. But the others... Oh, this sodding connection. Hello? They're the nicest hosts. They really are. I've wanted for nothing since I arrived but they seem distant. I think it's because Khalil left. I think it's changed things for them. They said he's doing well and is happy, and I know they're happy for him, but I can tell they feel it. Before the screening, we went for a walk. They wanted to show me this town. Auntie Fatima said I should make a film about it. It was like... A surreal, macabre walking tour full of bombed-out tower blocks and graffiti. They insisted I took pictures. I don't want pictures. I deleted them in the car on the way back. I don't need to see that again. They keep asking me about the news back home. What are they saying about us? Are they just reporting what is happening to us? Or do they know how we really live? They keep asking. I think that's why they loved my film. It doesn't just show you what you see on the news. 
If you want hardship and struggle, that's what the news is for. But if you want joy and laughter, you have to look harder. You have to come here to see the impossibly blue sky, to see the textiles and patterns in the market, the love, the feed you till you burst approach to being a host. (laughs) That's what I'm most proud about the film, the blue sky, not the black water tanks. They said the internet is, what was the word, um, rationed, controlled, a bit like the water. Maybe that's why this damn line is so bad. Look, this is going to sound weird, but something happened earlier this week that's been troubling me. Something Nadia said. She keeps asking me questions about life in London. Whenever I moan about the tube or whatever, she says... I don't have anything to complain about. She said, I didn't know what life was really like. What does that mean? Just because I don't live here in Nablus doesn't mean... Well, maybe it does. She asked me about having kids. I'm used to that. I get that here. I mean, there, at home. Normally you can bat that away fairly easily. Not just now, thank you, Mm, I've got stuff to do, but mm, this time it was different. You know what she said? Of course you don't, you weren't there. You're probably not even here with this stupid connection. We must continue to fight. We must defend ourselves. We must protect our history. So, I'm not giving birth to a baby, I'm starting a platoon. Of all the bullshit ways to pressure someone into making a baby, that was a new one. I I mean, that's next level stuff, isn't it? The thing that made me freeze was that she was so... so matter-of-fact. It was the first time I haven't seen her full of anger. It wasn't a plea. It wasn't a rallying call. It was just perfectly normal. Like, she couldn't consider there being another option for me to follow. We must continue to fight. We must defend ourselves. We must protect our history. Existence is resistance. I think she was just... I don't know, the day before one of the checkpoints closed early and she got stuck on the wrong side for the night. Maybe it was that. I spoke to Auntie Fatima she told me to ignore it. I'm not going to ignore it. How does me having a baby help? Babies can't do anything remotely helpful for years. How is that helping Palestine? I think Nadia just thinks differently. Maybe that's because she's older. I don't know. Existence is resistance. She's right. But so is art. So is food. Whenever I talk to younger people, people like the gallery owner, she says we can use our voices differently. We can be loud, strong, joyous. It took me all of today to realise that's why they had a food and film pairing. The old recipes, the art on the walls, the film. My film. On their own they mean something. But together, our voice is deafening.
And surely that's more powerful than having babies for the wrong reason. If I have a child, I want it to see the joy, not the struggle. But Nadia thinks the other way around. She thinks it is my duty to have babies so they can tell the world about our struggle. That's not duty. Not my duty, anyway. My duty is to make art, to tell stories, to show the joy and the love. We know about the struggle, and we need to make sure others know too, but we also need to show our real identity. And that's what the screening and the party afterwards was all about. Joy. Joy. And wonderful, glorious, taboon bread with labna and poached eggs on top. Bye, Mama. I'll be home soon. You say this is the end of the line. Didn't you know? Lena was played by Sarah Arga. The episode was written and directed by Mark Haywood. Casting by Sydney Aldridge. Production support by Lynn McConway. Music by Daisy Chute and Kerry Ann from The Herd Collective. The episode was recorded at the Artist's Home Studio and edited by Pocket Blockbuster. The End of the Line is an Ink Jockey production. But this is not the end of my life. It's not the end of the...